0: Welcome to the Weekend Teardown with Paul and April Rice of MGM Chassis and myself, Zach Lincel, MGM factory driver and owner of Lincel Speed Shop. Well, Paul and April, we've all said everyone wants one more round or day to get the setup right and the track figured out. The idea we had with creating this podcast is to explain the changes we made and why we did them during the race weekend. We want you to learn from the trials of our last weekend to help you next weekend. So let's jump into it. we were a split crew at the end of December with myself at the road race in Daytona and Paul and April at the CKNA race at Jacksonville in early January. I think we'll talk more about Daytona in the next episode, so let's look at Jacksonville today. Thank you for
1: having us, Zach. April and I are uh, just fresh off our Jacksonville trip. We want to try to do these podcasts for our customers just so people know what we're experiencing and what we're running into throughout the weekend. That way, maybe some people will have a better understanding of what and when and why to do things at certain times of the day. I know April didn't spend much time on the setup stuff, but she does do a lot with the taking the kids to the grid and trying to keep their minds right, which is uh, definitely something that we'll go over here in a second. Uh, But we have a lot of things that we kind of want to hit on in the first episode, and hopefully this will help people understand uh, the process that we're we're trying to instill in people and things that uh, might help you along the way. I know we're not going to name any names or try not to – uh, pick on people or or limit people to each other but we want to uh just go through a couple things that we did with uh the florida florida racing at jacksonville with vega tires as we all know the florida racing is definitely different than uh than most racing agree that requires a different setup especially with these vega tires
0: for sure it definitely does it definitely does and uh, jacksonville is always just a An interesting track to go to, and something that uh, takes a little something special, and then adding the Vega tires in it, I think, uh, also just adds another level to it.
1: Last April, your stuff gets broken into in Jacksonville as well, doesn't it? It does. Be careful where you stay. (laughs) So uh, that's definitely uh, hint number one: be careful where you stay in Jacksonville, because definitely it's some crime and vehicles missing i know uh, i don't not sure if you have the list in front of you zach but we have uh some things that i thought of going over with uh that april and i wanted to talk about i didn't know if you had that list in front of you i know when we were uh, the go heart we were tuning on we had we had multiple drivers different sizes different heights uh different kids different weights uh, so a go, couple go-karts that we were tuning on we were tuning on a a taller kid we were tuning on a smaller kid right mm-hmm. and we were tuning on a couple of our heavy classes and our legends go-kart right so they were all definitely different setups everybody uh kind of likes their own thing it seemed like but i know that the go-kart we were working with we went through a couple series of axles i know we started with what we sell is the medium B axle started with that uh, Friday practice was really good with in in practice with the co-cart right the uh, track started rubbering up with the red Vegas so it seems like the Vegas you need to get out of the racetrack a little bit better so we decided to go to a harder axle we went to the OTK double H axle and actually picked up quite a bit of time with it when we switched to that axle. It seems like the Florida tracks are just so abrasive that the uh, the Pega Reds seem to overheat a little bit, maybe. And they just start to lose grip. Zach, you can attest to that.
0: For sure. Um, whether it's hot or cold even, just, uh, yeah, it definitely eats up eats up the tires a little bit more there. And you really have to have it, you know, dialed in, you know, for it to work right.
1: We uh, went. We got off the uh, HH axle on one of the go karts and went to a super soft. 50, and these are all fifty millimeter axles. Uh, went to the super soft and didn't really see much of an improvement. We kind of stayed the same times, I think, correct. But uh, we we in progression. We went medium axle, hard OTK, hard axle, and then a uh, swift super soft axle in that progression, and was pretty good with that go kart. The rest of the go karts either had. 40 millimeter B axles or 50 millimeter H axles. I know that the driver size definitely comes into play. It seems like the smaller guys got away with the 40 millimeter axles versus the bigger guys getting away with the 50 millimeter axles.
0: I was going to ask that if uh, some of the smaller ones, cause I know there's for those that don't know, I'm a, a smaller guy <laughs> overall, you know, and uh, <laughs> to say the least. And uh, I usually can get away with something a little little bit smaller on the axle size uh sometimes but um at the same time what was what made you go from that b to the the otk hh um during the weekend what was kind of your thought process there he uh
1: was complaining about being the wheel being super heavy and the front tires were actually showing it because they were getting the grain was starting to go from one inch to two or three inches to the inside of the tire. So it looked like the tire were actually overheating. Once we go in, it looked like that that wear patch went back down to about three quarters of an inch on the inside front tires.
0: Perfect. Makes sense why you made that change then at that point.
1: It it definitely seems for some reason you can't run a lot of caster at Jacksonville. Obviously, we've dealt with that for years. Um, So our fix instead of adding caster was to change axle.
0: Yeah, no, I think that that makes sense, and um, I know in the past, like, caster has been something, you know, at that track, but at the same time, you just eat up tires, so how do you do this in a different way? And um, I think that's definitely where the axles can play into that, so you don't have to go to the extremes, and I think that's something that we try to do, you know, most of the time is like, okay, if we're going to an extreme on one thing, should we be making a change in another spot on the go-kart to kind of keep things a little bit more level.
1: Uh yes. No, it was uh it was more axle changing than it was. We actually worked on the rear of the go kart, not the front of the go kart for one weekend. Um definitely a couple other things that we seemed to I know to taking the nose weight out helped running low caster and low camber. It seemed like if we added nose weight we had to add caster with it. Um it seemed also seemed like if we went over 51 inches in the rear that the go-kart almost wanted to lay down, not necessarily pick up the tires so much. So that's why the uh, the, the 49 to 51 inch rule at Jacksonville seems to work pretty good for uh, for when you need to change axles. Because you can you can only you can get too wide at Jacksonville, I think so.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I think so because I think Jacksonville is kind of one of those different tracks where it's got a little bit of um, what I'd say is old school. A little bit in it, where it gets real tight and windy at certain points, but then also has some of those um, wider and just, you know, the the turns that we see on more of the modern tracks, you know, at this point. So I think you're right with that.
1: We do have April
0: here. She's
1: just making sure we don't mess up on the first one. Um, She is going to be more informed as she gets filled in, I think. But actually, April, I probably need your help on this one. The wheels. We ran... Stock wheels this weekend, correct? Yes. Part numbers are what? Uh, DW725109. Uh, <laughs> Is the front wheels? Yeah, they are uh, Douglas Aluminum. Two and a half spacing on the inside? Uh, three and a half, was. And then the rear? They're a five and a quarter in the front and a five by eight rear. Five by eight rear. Now, we tried the OTK wheels, uh, the gold MXC otk wheels and it seemed like they added more bite to the rear of the go-kart which it always does so uh they actually work pretty good for us at nighttime, but during the day it seemed like the narrow the narrower aluminum wheel seemed to help the uh we didn't run a torsion bar at jacksonville we never run a torsion bar at jacksonville i don't know why but it seems like every time we take it out it seems to help air pressure I would say we air pressure, we would anywhere from eight and a half to 10 in the rear and nine to 11 in the front. We uh, practiced in the morning starting out at probably 13 or 14 pounds air. And uh, I know we tried a little bit steering Ackerman, which we just never found anything there. Uh, I know the bigger guys seem to do the Zach Lindzel dump all the negative camber in it. And that always works as well too, because Jacksonville is just a low scrub racetrack. You just to get through those bank corners, you need to have a lot of scrub out of a go-kart. So the negative definitely helps when all else fails.
0: Yeah. That was going to be one of the questions I asked, like where'd you guys end up on negative there? Because that's, that's always seems to be something that we drift towards. Um, Whenever I've gone there with, with your stuff or even beforehand, I I think that track's been that way for a while. Um, but you mentioned as far as like your air pressure, I know you guys like dealt with some day to night time type of stuff. Did you end up having to change the air pressure that much or was it pretty consistent with the Vega tires and just the, the Florida heat stayed in the track? Uh, I think we might have added a little
1: bit of air, but the track got so fast at night, we didn't necessarily have to add air. The Vegas seem like they can run 11, 12, 13, 14 pounds of air in any kind of weather, realistically, you know. It's just they're so soft. They're not an MG tire, for sure.
0: Yeah, very, very true. And, uh, yeah, I think um, half the MGM customers are used to the MGs, and you've got to be you know, on top of them, maybe a little bit more than you do the Vegas. You, you kind of go from those day-to-night type of things. So switching from tires, how did things look on the front end with Caster and Camber?
1: On the medium carts, we had the Caster out and, you know, a little bit 2 to 3 mil of Camber. The heavier guys, the Masters, the 390s, we had still had Caster out but we had six, seven, eight millimeter of negative with the wheels flipped, valve stems to the inside to get as narrow as we could in the front.
0: I think you're hitting on the main things, but if we you know, kind of had to give people a couple of starting points, I think one of them is that uh, 49 to 51 inches in the rear, um, probably going to have to put some negative camber to it just to, or just anything to reduce the scrub. I think you guys hit on something with the wheels, you know, um, and just kind of figuring out that and what's kind of needed based on the day, the temperature overall, and the aluminum wheels that you guys went with. Sounds like that really kind of helped to make a difference. I think the axle stuff as well, like it's a little bit driver preference or driver size, uh, maybe more so. Um, But yeah, I I think uh, you guys, you know, hit on some of the things. Am I missing something that? people should kind of keep in mind, you know, they kind of go back there and uh, something else that applies. Um,
1: We ran the racetrack backwards with the chicane and we ran a 315 to 330 ratio from light to heavy, obviously the 315. We ran in lights and a 330,
0: we ran it. In- yeah. So it seems like we're kind of finishing up with the gearing, which is normally one of the first things people want to know uh, when starting out, but uh, you have to have the, for the gearing to work out. Was there a specific driver that uh, seemed to, or I guess I should ask um, what drivers did you end up trying throughout the?
1: Uh, a 14 tooth driver, a 15 tooth driver, a 16 tooth driver and a 17 tooth driver. So I'm what? not sure what the, what the hoopla is on many gears other than it really allows you to select ratios i don't think one gets you off the corner better than the other more so than just getting the right ratio
0: yeah i think uh i feel like after jacksonville we saw you know a bunch of stuff on the internet with different ones and uh everybody's trying to run minis now and uh i would agree i think i think it helps you get the ratio better i'm not sure yeah exactly like you said like if it. Something that uh, adds a overall top speed, you know, necessarily, but I think it does get you to find better ratios and be able to kind of get on those edge cases a little bit more where we've been before, where we're in between different, you know, ratios and what we want to be and, and that type of thing. If
1: if the go kart is working, always run a higher driver. You would be happy to in a seventeen two track. That means the go kart was working.
0: I don't disagree with you, and that's always something that. uh if I can, I will you know at uh, that point um, every very rarely steered me wrong,
1: yeah, I think so uh, like Zach said a- April, the three of us are trying to uh, try to better aware I know April does a ton with the other social media Facebook live show we have, so we just figured this would give us a little chance to be a little bit more personal with our setups and maybe things that we run into so hopefully it will. Take the take the burden of things maybe you want to try or maybe you don't want to try going forward with our company, go karts.
0: Definitely agree, Paul, and I, I think this will be helpful for, for everybody and definitely going forward and uh, for next week. I'll be adding a little bit more on just what I learned on the, the road race side at Daytona, what we did with our sprint cart. So if you want to end up taking your sprint cart and going to one of the Enduro races this season, kind of let you know a little bit of what happened there. Um, as well as some things that we learned with the, the MGM Mirage. Um, really happy with where that ended up um, during the weekend and how we were handling through the road course. So looking forward to talking about that next week and uh, we'll go from there. So thank you, Paul and April, for joining me tonight and see everybody on the next episode. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, guys.